G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up.
It's another edition of a thousand jumpers, bro. Back again. How you feeling, Rob? Me? I'm feeling amazing, man. You know what I'm saying? When you make it through the fire, bro. Through the fire. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I think I'd rather go back to me last week. No, <laughs> no, you, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I ain't even gonna post. <laughs> Alright, let me stop. Yeah, see really now, now, now. I don't know again. <laughs> the hell was that? Man, how you come in off key? Dog, <laughs> if I could sing, Yeggers would hate me, bro. Cause I just come up with melodies and stuff in my head all the time, and I just be singing them. I'm telling you, like, yo, I can sing, but I can only sing in the like in a Drake kind of way, like in my pocket. I'm kind of nice, yo, but like I need a choir around me, man. <laughs> if you hear me singing by myself, it's about to be a rap. No, bitches. But you gonna be Kirk Franklin now, like Kirk Solo? Fam, <laughs> I wanna tell you the other day I was playing Kirk Franklin Essentials on title, and I'm like, I forgot how many hits this nigga got, man. Kurt, like, when he came to G-Ho, and I was like, yo, I'm seeing Kurt Franklin. <laughs> and it's just like, all the hits, and we singing it, it's like, bro, this back is so to great. Back to back to back. I'm like, that shit is cool. Like, I'm, I'm like, just going to the G-Ho uh, concerts, the the gospel shows, I'm like, and it used to be before, and then the last, our, my senior year, first year, it was after, uh, after I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get my praise in right now because then the amount of sitting <laughs> I'm gonna do, like, I gotta get this now. But they smart enough, they did at the end. It's like, we did all this sinning, now we gotta praise. You know? <laughs> no, yo, he's still a legend for going, um, going to the go go. Yeah, for chopping, he's a legend forever. That. I know, like, literally, it was funny. They said we couldn't get a picture, and I was kind of mad. I'm like, man. And he came with the Mel and I. He was like, how you doing, young brother? And I was like, yo, I'm meeting Kurt Franklin, bro. Like, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, nigga was, uh, no. Nigga was like, like, <laughs> was like, yeah, no pictures with Kirk. And then Kurt was like, and then someone was like, selfie. Kurt was like, did the duck lips, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Franklin, like. <laughs> But that's how I remember it. Just Jarrell was like, brother. Jarrell was like, yo, I, I played Busted Baby too, so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you before you was you. <laughs> you wow. He's the only person to start in the church, leave, and come back. On that note, let's get to this football. This is what we, this is what we really are here about. No, we're not here about it because I don't like to talk trash. Talk trash about what? About what? I'm yeah, gonna whooping the niggas ass by sixty points in week one in fantasy football. What am I gonna talk trash about? It went me, so it don't matter. Well, first of all, you just you you gonna be you know when the nigga whooping everybody in your crew ass and you just looking like this nigga get to me, it's gonna be a wrap. That's me. I'm gonna fuck everybody up about week seven. You're gonna be like, fam, <laughs> I gotta beat this nigga and I'm gonna whoop that ass. Nah, it won't you saw it. my team. How much your team scored? 112, bro. Not 140, nigga. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, all 
right, let's before we even get to like the Redskins, I got a I got a, a complaint. Let me get on my little rant. Uh-oh. I'm watching Saints Texans. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I should win this game, you know. I mean, I, I'm definitely gonna win my lead, but Jerry Cook should go off. They get in the Reds on the first time. He Drew Brees throws a pick. I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Then I'm like, all right, they're getting the red zone again. Bet. Jared Cook, 6'5", 230. Throw it to Cook. It's lit. Taysom Hill get the touchdown, bro. The <laughs> third string quarterback, bro. I went to bed. I was like, yep, that's my cue to go to bed. This guy is wilding. Like, Jared Cook only had two catches, dog. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, Troy was talking smack with because they played the Rams this week. He was like, we want all the smoke. I was, I'm like, yo, y'all better throw Jerry Cook the ball more. <laughs> like, Last time y'all wanted all the smoke, somebody didn't make the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, what? Y'all don't want no smoke, Saints. All I know is, one, we got to give a big shout out to all the black quarterbacks out there doing their thing because everyone did their thing. The one that had the most impressive uh, performance, Rob's guy. Oh, oh, you mean the Heisman Trophy winner? Yes, the Heisman Trophy winner. Did Mahomes get the Heisman? No, he did not get the okay. Heisman. Okay, okay. Just wanted to check and you know, see, see the touch bases, you know. Lamar, you know Action Jackson. I would just say that, you know. I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tyler. Tyler. Shout out to Tyler, you bum-ass nigga. You Yo, Deshaun thing. was cooking yesterday, though. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm That's here. your man's. How you want to turn on your man's with your I'm man? not turning on them, but I'm here and talking my shit. You wanted to go and draft my man's before I could get to him. You thought you was just, ooh, kingpin. You threw a wrench in my plans. Nah, nigga. Because, see, subconsciously, I knew a Heisman needed to leave my team. <laughs> then I looked and said, y'all niggas asleep. Y'all ain't even going to pick my man's. I picked them. Earlier than anybody else could, obviously, because I got him. And what happened week one? Huh? I I I believe in him so much. Both of my fantasy teams have him starting. Yeah, we here. You know why? Because I told y'all, whether it's on the ground or in the air, we're getting them points. Son, week that throw, bro. That that second week. touchdown to Marquise Hollywood Man, Brown. Where he he just... is the next Vic. The flicking, I mean, right Vic handed. said he's better than him. Vic said, like, that's you what know, I'm saying. I want a better like, me. It's Lamar. Like, <laughs> it's the same, the same shit that we used to say. We used to see Vic in the pocket. Vic would stand there and flick his wrist and sail the ball. Shoot, you remember him with Deshaun Jackson? That was 10 years into his career. And he's like, mm, bang, 60 yards. He's never looked like he ever tried hard to throw the ball. <laughs> that's a cannon, fam. Like, when you got that cannon, you got the cannon. And I told y'all Lamar the cannon. Y'all didn't believe me. Y'all meaning other The media. Not me. You were the media. <laughs> I am in media. The privilege. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all disrespecting my mats. And then now people are downplaying it. Like, oh, it's the Dolphins. You should have. I'm like, first last thing time I, I checked, aren't they a professional team? I like, almost, almost called Stephen A. Coon. Because I got on YouTube, and the first clip I see is Stephen A. back, um, pumps the brakes on Lamar Jackson hype track. I said, first thing I see is you 
talking about, hold on, let's not overhype the black quarterback. When y'all just like this, like every white quarterback's penis. Like, he gets three touchdowns. Like, oh my goodness, you see that efficiency? My nigga's 17 for 23, 24. Five TDs, and y'all, okay. Like, all I'm saying is just give the respect, man. And speaking of, you know, young goats out here, shout out to the real goat, the heir apparent, my man, the reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes. He's the heir apparent to who? To Brett Favre, bro. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. I'm just getting real disrespectful on this. <laughs> hey, I sent Rob the the interview Peter King did with both Brett Favre and Mahomes, and I was like, it's coming, bro. The happening is real. Mahomes game. He gets in the game and does a no-look pass to the back of the end zone. Hey. <laughs> I ain't never been so happy because Rob was already on cloud infinity because Lamar was cooking. And when I seen it was the Travis Kelsey, I was like, yeah, that's what he gets. I needed to happen week seven and week 13, please. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Especially with Tariq Hill. Out. I mean, he made Sammy Watkins like the best receiver in the 2014 draft class. You know who he's going to lean on every week, though, without Tariq Hill? Is Travis going to get touches? I was just doing that to troll you. I... Oh, no. Don't use no excuses now. I'm coming to whoop that ass, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you see Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson look like a great tandem back there. Mm. Crazy how I got both of them. <laughs> Damn, that scary Terry, man. Nah, I told you about scary too, <laughs> You know, I might, I'm going to flip Stefan Diggs for a, a legit running back, and then I'm going to start Terry, and y'all going to be tight. <laughs> I'm going to be busting ass. Yo, this nigga, I asked Pete what he wanted for Gurley. Let me read you the bullshit he sent me back that made me almost stab him. <laughs> I said, yo, fam, I approached him as a nice individual. I'm always respectful. I said, hey, who you want for Gurley? He goes, Diggs, Kelsey, Zerline, and Jackson for Gurley and O.J. Howard. What? Not interested in any other offer. I'm like, fam, I'm going to beat my dick. <laughs> That's what I'd rather do right now. Like, I'd rather... Tweaking, yo. <laughs> like, who the fuck... <laughs> Like, Gurley's my guy. I hyped Gurley early. And he was injured. And I told niggas, draft him number one. Or y'all gonna be pissed. And he been kicking ass ever since. Except for his second year. But that's because they had 22 people in the box. And Jeff Fisher was a bitch. So, um, next. But, um, yeah, no, nah, man. I'm not giving you my whole team. It's crazy. You know I love Gurley because I literally took all those players out of my starting lineup just to see how my team would look without them. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't get Lamar. Kelsey is a shoot. I don't even have another tight end because I don't care. I'm like, yo, whatever week is his bye week, don't give a fuck. We'll lose that week. I don't care because he's money. <laughs> hey, I got him. I like Diggs. Like, I was cool. I'm like, I got mad receivers. Diggs can go. Zerline's my my nigga, but I can find another kicker. He can go. I was like, you're not getting action, Jackson. That's not happening. Yeah, Sorry. That's super like, wild. Like, Rob, if you would have made that trade, I might be driving the greens for us. I would have shot myself. Then you try to throw an OJ Howard with that shit. Like, nigga, you better give me somebody I respect. <laughs> you want two players for those four? Get, nigga, please. So that was wild. 
But, you know, that's just one week. You know what I'm saying? I beat Ty in the other league. I mean, shout out to us. We both 1-0. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I took a scare because Mahomes had messed up his ankle, and I was like, oh, my gosh. My, my future is over. <laughs> but, you know, crisis averted. We're going to knock on every wood I got in my room. Just like, hey, we good. Oh. So, yeah. Shout out. Um, any other big game? I mean, this I don't know. It was just so much to happen. Salute to another Heisman uh, Trophy winner, Kyler Murray. He did his thing. He was looking real shaky, quarters one through three. During the fourth quarter, he balled out. And if his teammate would have caught the ball, they would have won the game. Yeah, I think, I think, like I said, I mean, he showed what it was. I mean, Kyler, I don't think Kyler, as far as, like, he's not, he doesn't have the same, even the same measurables as Lamar, you know what I'm saying? Lamar 6'2", 220, 215 or whatever. Lamar, I mean, Kyler's, what, like 5'10", 5'11"? Yeah, it's like 5'10". What are you like two hundred pounds? Probably. Like so yeah, like he started out shaky, but like the moment they backed up off of him and you know, kinda of went to the oh, we're up. So listen to that whole so throws to Larry, bro? Yeah, like <laughs> the moment he got he started getting time, like they weren't coming at him as hard and he was able to like like he was kinda of doing his Drew Brees shit, like moving around. <laughs> Getting, getting, and he just started putting them drinks down. Boom! He's like, "Yo, fam, it's like he got, he can, he can throw. Like he just got to get it off." Yeah. So, so yeah. Now he showed, he showed the high man. Shout out to Mark Ingram too. Shout out to who? Mark Ingram. Yeah, man. No. Shout out Derrick Henry. You want to mention all Heisman Trophy winners. <laughs> hey, Derrick Henry, you proved me wrong with so many levels. So I'm disappointed in the Browns' defense. They're supposed to be really good, and they freaking just let Tennessee run all over these dudes. First of all, it's one of them things where if you don't stop Derrick Henry in the backfield, he's going to run all over anybody. <laughs> That's a fact. And then second, I mean... Baker Mayfield, the guy y'all be like, ooh, peeny, peeny, peen. Heisman Trophy winning Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You, you like the worship the Heisman winners. No, I'll tell you like this. A dead clock is right twice a day. What? You know what I'm saying? So every few, a dead clock is right twice a day. So That's you don't true. like Baker, bro? First of all, I've never liked Baker. First of all, your name is Baker. Shut up. What? Your name is Baker. Yeah, Heisman Trophy. Your name is Baker. I don't care. Okay, um, your name is yeah. Rob. And first of all, Robert is amazing. I can name a bunch of robbers who've done amazing things. You name me bakers that've done amazing things. Go. You I lost. Mean, you can go Man. to any chef we know. They bake, right? All right. See, like I don't understand why they let you speak. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? All that hotel shit. You know what the fuck Jarvis do? Nothing. Hey, Jarvis you know got saying? me points. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, barely enough to win. I ain't gonna work week seven. <laughs> But like um, but yeah, like I mean, you can't. I can't even blame the defense like that with him. Do like three picks or something like that, man. Like Baker out there wilding. Like the Browns. I told people Browns is a talent as a nice team. You're just not gonna be great week one. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Like 
How many times we? I mean, shoot, we saw the Eagles with quote unquote dream team. That whole season blew up in their face. <laughs> Fuck a week one. And, and speaking of Philly, man, one, I love Redskin fans, but we gotta chill. And this is a definite uh, target to rob. <laughs> we gotta chill with talking trash until the game is over, bro. I was looking at you and Steph, and granted, I was hyped too. I'm like, are we destroying Philly? They booing the fans already. You know, this is great, but I'm like, they're going to get it together. And we got to weather the storm. And then we just folded, bro. Like, Deshaun went back to one of the reasons why I loved him and hated him, because he always cooks us. We we were inept on offense. Yeah, and once Keenan, once Keenan missed the bomb to, to Terry for the second TD, that would have been. I was like, yeah, that, that might do I, it. I knew it was going to be bad. Shout out all Sean. Allen. We got the two touchdowns. <laughs> oh, fuck him. <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to be bad when Jonathan Allen was out. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Um, Our defense is a bread and butter. Last year, if our, our defense stayed healthy pretty much the whole year, especially the first, like, eight games of rent. Yeah, we was so, really- like, if you give me – so you give us a 17-point lead last year against wait, wait. any team, there's no team that would beat us in that first – eight weeks because you just like we was going to move the ball enough to take the time out you know what I'm saying guys got injured too so we right. didn't really have any run game and we all know um, Jake Gruden is looking for any any reason not to run the ball 25 times a game so the moment guys got banged up we had like Thompson there you know what I'm saying so they were like oh but they were just going to throw him the ball so I'm glad that we going to have um, AP again so it's going to you know, give him incentive to you know run the ball more, and I think that's gonna work for us. I think, like I said, I think our line did pretty well for the most part. Like, yeah, like we, as far as like what you could expect. So I think for me, Penn did I, amazing. I feel like, like Philly is is you could argue the most talented team in the NFC. They're a really good team. Like Philly's not a trash team. So for us to hold our own against them. We just got to learn how to finish, and we got to learn soon because we got Dallas this week. And you know it's Dallas week. They got Super Bowl aspirations, and there's some legitimacy, not a lot, but there's some to it. What? How many games they won last year? Like 10? What do you mean? a squad. Yeah, I'm saying, but, like, they, they could legit make a run for the ball. I don't think they're going to get Get there. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna win it, but though they have like a legit shot. Like, yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. There's some legitimacy to it. No, it's not some. There's a lot of legitimacy. They're not a wild card team. I think they're. If we're talking about on paper, I mean, obviously they're the Cowboys, so you know you temper your expectations. <laughs> but um, no, on on paper, what? Cobb, Gallup, Cooper. Cobb was looking real good, bro. I mean, yeah, like as long as you got other receivers to take the heat off him, he's great in the slot. You know, and Gallup is going to be trying to take the top off. Jason Witten run the same routes yeah, and still is productive. He's it makes no trash, sense, but bro. he's he's efficient, you know, like you said. And that defense is is pretty good. And then, like I said, that line is ridiculous. And with Zeke back there, they can control it in game. So they have a good team. But we but, need Allen back. If we get Allen back, Zeke going to have what he had last year when he came to D.C., which yeah, was 34 we, yards. Yeah, we need. We definitely need him. I think he. they said he could have played. Like, he could have put it back, you know, if, we, if it had been a closer game. Like, we need, like, one stop. 
one, yeah. one series stopped and they said, yo, he didn't put him back out there. But, like, we didn't get, you know, just one score call to, like, the last, like, two minutes. So, really, the last 20 seconds of the game. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what you know yeah. what I mean. Like, inside the two minutes. So, like, it was like, it wasn't enough time to do anything. So, yeah, like, I'm, I, they played out. I thought they were going to play. We have an unknown receiving core. You know, we had Scary Terry, man. He's the future, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's the best one of the crop so far. I mean, he's already done more than Josh Doxon did his whole time here. And then <laughs> I, I think Trey Quinn is actually going to be solid as a slot receiver. I don't think he's all right. I, I don't like. I'm not saying he's like, I don't like slot receivers, though. Because, like, I don't think slot receivers are game changers for me. Like, yeah, I mean, you you never won the West Walker hype train or. Tell me what edible. game that he um was like a superstar. Every time I saw West Walker, he racked up catches and dro- had drops at meaningful points. I never forget in like my um. My first year playing fantasy with Jared, like that's the air. My quarterback was RG three and Peyton Manning, so that's to let you know like how it was fired. But um, my receivers was Wes Welker and Jordy Nelson. I had the two white guys as my receivers, so I I always kind of think about that. <laughs> and we weren't in the PPR league, so. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, I was still annihilating people, but yeah. Oh, hey, well, Jordy was Jordy though. But nah, I mean, other than that, like, football was back. Again, yesterday was a good game. Um, Deshaun Watson, man, has no offensive line, bro. Like, he was getting yeah. annihilated and still completing passes. And then for everyone saying, you oh, know, DeAndre going to go another year, no drops, had three drops in, like, the first half, I was like, wow. Well, there he goes that. The, he still got the best hands in the league, so, yeah, say something. Julio. Fuck out of here. Odell like don't. Julio. Odell don't have the best hands in the league. Odell just makes spectacular catches. Fuck out of here. Like, he don't have the best hands because he drops a lot of elementary passes. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like almost like T.O., where it's like, T.O. makes a, made amazing Yo, plays. T.O. would make the best difference. I've seen T.O. catch the ball where the guy had his hand on the ball between his two hands, and T.O. just was like, keep on going. This is mine. And then I also saw a first and 10 where he was had 10 yards of separation, and they threw it to him right in the numbers, and he just dropped Y'all it. Y'all remember, we were playing them, I want to say it was like 06, you know, the game where uh, we blocked the field goal, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we won it, right, in regulation. They threw a bomb to T.O. Wide and open, he, he catches it, it, he scores, and he dropped it. It was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I remember seeing that, like, oh, damn, he beat us, and then, like, it just went bloop. I said, you gotta remember to, to thank T.O. sometimes. Because, <laughs> like, He's like, T.O. catching is kind of like LeBron James, like, in the clutch. It's like, sometimes you just think he just overthinks it. <laughs> like, yo, LeBron just drops to the paint and score. He's like, no, no I must think of this. It's like, T.O., what are you thinking to make you drop that? <laughs> and and yeah. since we're, before we finish the football segment, because we got a little other thing to talk about in sports. Speaking of wide receiver divas, <laughs> look at the segue. I'm fire, bro. I was on fire. Yo, speaking of on fire, Antonio Brown had 
all the sports timelines going crazy. I felt like it was like Young and the Restless <laughs> meets reality Have you television. Watch Young and the Restless. Um. Yes, my grandmother did. Oh, so okay. I used to watch that. Like <laughs> that's why I asked. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, has oh, one of the me. greatest theme songs of all time, bro. That melody. Like, yeah, is I was perfect, like, man, all the middle-aged white women gonna suck this dick to this song. They <laughs> you know they be watching them stories, man. <laughs> and it sounds like one of them old cabaret songs. The theme song. Shout out Mary J for sampling that too. By the way, she did. The young and restless. Mm. Is that um? I no can more, love you. No, no more drama. No more drama. Okay, I have to hear it again. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a. Yeah, the rest of the theme song is slow, so it's not a bop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I thought. No, I thought like they spit. They sped it up. You know. Nah. Well, when you hear it, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but sure. the Antonio Brown situation. Oh man, things the unravel. Of all so, time. What? Greatest receiver of all time. Man. <laughs> All right, Rob. Things unraveled so much so quickly. It went from, yo, I want to leave to, yo, I'm going to stay. Yo, I apologize. I dropped the video. Then they find me. Yo, release me. <clears throat> and it's crazy because as all this was happening, it was like, yo, if they really cut him. I pray New England is not dra- or pick this dude up. Lo and behold, New England <laughs> picks him up. I think that was the one time everybody in the collective football universe knew exactly what was going to happen. It's like you knew, and you're just sitting there. And I told my dad, like, when it was unfolding that Wednesday, he was like, Jarrell, like, you want to make a bet? And I was like, no, I'm not making a bet. And then I almost was like, dang, Dad, you're right, because he worked it out with John Gruden. Like, they're going to figure it out. And then at work Saturday, I, I woke up. I saw the video he put on YouTube where he recorded uh, John Gruden. Then we watching at 8.30, and it's like, yeah, he's going to play. All right, wow, he's wilding. 10.30, yo, man, they just find him. He's asking to be released. 12.30, yo, he got released. I'm with Jared four hours later. Yo, man, he's with New England. And, and you know me, and again, you talk about Tyler drafting Deshaun. He drafted A.B., and I was like, I told Tyler not to draft Antonio Brown. I told him. <laughs> Then he goes to New England and it's just like I, I have nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. So yeah, man, it's it's unreal, bro. And then, by the way, the Patriots, who are kind of vulnerable in the beginning of the year, destroy Pittsburgh. Like it wasn't even a good game. It was like, dang, yo. I mean, let's be honest. They destroy Pittsburgh every time. They beat Pittsburgh almost every time. They don't destroy them every time. Pittsburgh just folds. One way or another, they lose. Yeah, but there's a difference between losing a close competitive game and not, and not even being close. Not when it's a team that's beaten you so many. Like, it was back when, like, we were growing up before, like, it became happenstance that we were split with the Cowboys back when they used to sweep us all the time. We, yeah. I don't care if we lost to them by 25 or... We lost to them by three. It's to the point that, like, fam, we just keep losing these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> like that was that's the Steelers. I bet that's how the Steelers feel. Like, fam, like, they don't care if it's three points, one point, 30 points, 40 points. They're like, fam, yo, we just Phil, keep losing these motherfuckers. Why Phil was like, yo, AD pulled a KD. I was like, no, he didn't. Like, <laughs> like bro, he did. He betrayed us. 
I'm like, he wanted to go there. Y'all said no, and he found a way to go over there. Like, yeah, I mean that would be the equivalent of like Ray Allen leaving. <laughs> but see, I should. I'm gonna use that because Ray Allen's like one of his favorite players of all like, time. Yo, man. He's like, yo, man, I, I know that. These- like, yo, I want to spar you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you keep, you keep I'm punching your throat, nigga. <laughs> Yo, gotta get on TK, bro. TK, the fakest Steeler fan ever. Like he a, a Cowboy fan. Like, hey, man, the Steelers are trash. I'd root for anybody except the Cowboys if I was them. <laughs> Why do you hate Pittsburgh? I've never hated on them. What? Because Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh fans are like Kobe fans. The most pompous, arrogant team ever. They beat two of the worst teams ever to make a Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> ironically, two NFC West teams. Yeah, Seahawks team should not have got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Fucking Daryl Jackson and shit. Fuck out of here. Like, that team was fucking trash. And then, um, they beat the Cardinals, who literally needed a resurgent Kurt Warner to lead and a mag a Macklin catches every game by Larry Fitzgerald for them to get there. Like and it took them to nail barter to beat them. So they got two reasons. That Cardinal team was real though. That's let's not get it. <coughs> Cardinal team was okay. <laughs> I mean, well, Larry just happened to have arguably the greatest postseason wide receiver I've ever had. That Cardinals team was pretty good with better with two of the best closes we've ever seen. With Kurt Warner and Larry Fisher. You had a surefire quarterback who was throwing to a guy who literally couldn't drop the ball. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they pulled it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I remember those years of when I used to hype the Steelers when they had Cordell Stewart. I remember when they was asked. I remember when they had Tommy Maddox and shit. Like, yo, fam, I remember Charlie Batch. Like, y'all, yeah. y'all act like those years never happened. And it did. That's like, fair. So I was like, fuck this. That's what it was like, yeah, we won six. It's like, what about all the other years you weren't winning? Yeah, like, and it's like, for me, it's like, obviously, we can't say anything as a skin train because, like, last time they won, we weren't even alive. But <coughs> I would say, like, there was a big gap between 2006, I think. Is that when they won? Or was it was 05. They won in, um, when they, they won played, 05. Yeah. 05. So like from 05 to when the last time they won the Super Bowl, which was what? 08. No, I'm talking about before 05, you know, the backwards way. Oh, 05 so to from 78, 79. Like 79. I'm like, yo, there was wild. There was like, yo, like it was almost like the Knicks where it was like we all as a child, like we heard the stories like, oh, look, Franco Harris and all this shit. Prince Juan, John Stallworth. You know, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Me and Joe Green, was he on that too? Yeah. Yeah, like, so it was like, we heard those stories, but like, like I said, my mom was a Steelers fan, you know? So like, you heard this shit, but like, they were ass. <laughs> it's like the Knicks. It's like, people are like, yo, the Mecca of basketball. Like, we're like, I was like, yeah, I see the Knicks. They fucking suck. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, last time they got to the finals like, 99, and then they've been shitty since, ever since, except that one year with Melo. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, fuck the Steelers, man. Like, I just hate that shit. Just the arrogance. <laughs> see, I got family in Pittsburgh, and Steelers have always been cool with me. Um, it's funny. I was- and, 
And the fact they got so many fans in the DMV. Why are there still fans Steelers got the game? fans everywhere, bro. Like, yeah, because they're a bunch of front. It's the same reason the Cowboys. Like, if your team wins a lot of Super Bowls, you have fans everywhere because there's a bunch of dick riders. There's a lot of Redskin fans everywhere. We're just not winning right now. Not everywhere. No, we got fans everywhere, bro. Like where? I mean, have you seen us in some of these games? Like these West Coast Damn. games, we're deep. Like, first of all, DC is a transit city. People move. All right, Rob. <laughs> all right. No one moves from Pittsburgh. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Pittsburgh, guess where you live? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, why is there people? No one. When you see a Skins fan, it's because, like, they're, if you see them in Carolina, it's because the Panthers weren't around. Right. If you see them. In our area, obviously, it's you know it's the neighborhood team. If you see them anywhere else, it's probably they were born in D.C. or we were their popular. dad was born. We're a popular team, like, like yeah, cool, but like we're not like we're not the run of the mill, um, hop on team. You know, no, what I'm saying? it's like for example, look at the Bears, right? The Bears, they're good now. But even when they're not good, they still travel in numbers. Why? They're the Bears. Like, everyone knows but the Bears. That's because the Bears have a rabid fan base. And they play, they watch them play in 10-degree weather. Of course they're going to travel. Is that If your ass is in the seat when it's stuck to it, I'm sure when they're playing someone else and it's a little warmer, they're going to be right there. It's like saying the Packers travel well. I'm they sure do. they do. Because if I had to sit through Lambeau field conditions, I'm taking the trip when they play Miami. Sorry. Yo, I would love to go to Lambeau field, dog. I've always wanted to go. Like, I, if I could I go don't. to Lambeau Field or Soldier Field, I'm like, bro, I'm here, bro. Like, these are where some of the greatest athletes. I tell you, anytime it used to snow as a kid, like, when my, in my backyard, I'm like, yo, this is Lambeau Field, man. We're playing tackle your job to send the voice from oh, NFL man. films, and it's just like the frozen tundra. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I tell you, one of the most epic moments is watching Vic win the first playoff game in Lambeau Field. Notice they never bring that up anymore. <laughs> yeah, like it's a they because, never like, get Vic to go. Like he was the first person to ever go in Lambeau and win a playoff game that wasn't a Packer. Yeah, that's some told, legendary stuff that no one mentions. I remember telling people that he was going to do it. They're like, "What?" I said, "Like Brett Favre's record was like thirty-five and zero under forty degrees." <laughs> yeah, like they had all the stats like in their favor, obviously, and I was like. Vic is Vic. And if you gave me, like, one play to win it all, you know what I'm saying? You said, yo, the best player on the team is going to win it. Vic is Vic, man. <laughs> we just, I felt like he was going to do something crazy. It's kind of like when I felt like Vince Young was going to beat Reggie Bush. And everybody was like, oh, USC. But I was like, yo, fam, I'm a Reggie Bush fan. Super fan. I don't even give a shit about Vince Young. But... And Sean's gonna win. And they're like, what? I said, I don't know how. But he's just, that's how it's gonna play out. And it happens. Like, you just know certain people, man. Game changers. Yeah, man. Other than that, man, before we get up out here with the sports, shout out Kevin Durant. Had his first post interview, you know, with the Wall Street Journal. I don't know if Rob got to read it. I thought it was great. He kind of broke down everything from, you know, why he left uh, Golden State. Um, 
you know, his relationship with OKC currently. So why so why he leave? I mean, it is wild because like some of the media takes over the year was right and some of them were wrong. Like he he just felt like his time was up. Um, he also felt like he wasn't necessarily appreciated. Um. He just felt like the system talking about, the system fam. had reached this his point like the way they played was really effective until you get to the latter rounds and then you need to do ISO ball and their team wasn't built on that. <clears throat> Which is why like KD was perfect because KD can create his own bucket on anybody. Because KD all KD does is crazy. See, this is what I'm saying. The name always pissed me off with what he said. First of all, like I said, you never went to the Warriors. Stop lying and saying you went to the Warriors for the system. You didn't play inside the system. You were never setting any back screens or anything. He was, though. Picks. No, he was not. Stop it. The way that system runs, everybody saw when he was on the court, he was like floating around. KD, oh, give me the ball. Boom, boom. In the playoff time, it was, hey, we need buckets on the Rockets. Four straight possession at the top of the key. ISO, Katie, just do you. You just wanted single coverage while you did, niggas. And that's cool. Just say it. You didn't buy in all the little he things that buy does. No, he didn't. Stop. He bought it defensively. the game. I guarantee you. Okay, cool. You have nothing else to do. You haven't, you're not playing. You're not exhibiting. You know, you're not. You're not putting out that much energy. Obviously, if I put LeBron James on that team right now, as we've clearly seen his defense diminish, if you put him on the Warriors, he's going to look amazing on defense. You know why? Because he doesn't got to do shit on offense. <laughs> like, what? KD's out there pulling shots over Cats because he's the best score we've ever seen. Cool. Let's not act like he was out there playing like, oh, yeah, let's all move the ball, guys. Let's be unselfish. Oh, yeah. Steph, you should go take these shots. I just want to fit in. Or, hey, you guys decided that I should take these shots. Or, no, I mean, he talked about the Draymond thing, too. He was like, that had nothing to do with his decision. Um Okay, I mean, he, cool. he mentioned a lot. and you then like, You're cool with a nigga calling you a bitch. <laughs> Whatever. No, that's not what he... I mean, it was like they hashed it out like grown men and moved forward. Like, that was that. Well, you know, you call me... I'm, I'm different. Like, that's my trigger word. Call me a bitch. I'm going to slap you in your face, donkey. <laughs> but no, nah, I think it was a... Like, you don't get this see Kevin be transparent and he's never transparent all he does is complain and then double back and then complain, complain again without, like, I feel all he like does I'm is complain Shut like, up. I, I feel him bro what? no because you're because you're an apologist he doesn't complain all he's done the last three years is complain he doesn't complain what the fuck are you talking about you guys don't love me accept me please tell me I'm the best because I joined a 73 win team Tell me, oh, they don't appreciate me. You know why? Because they just broke the regular season record and was one LeBron James going God mode from winning the title. Guess what? They didn't need you to win the title. <laughs> like, they literally already won one. <laughs> like, I just no. can't wait to see y'all faces shake up when he went one in Brooklyn, bro. It's gonna He's be the not most- going to win one in Brooklyn, and I'm going to be like, so what now? So what do you say when his career is over and he has no rings outside of Golden State? And what do you say when he gets a ring? He won't. Of- That's what I'm saying. I'm because saying you're not winning we- shit with Kyrie. 
We could we could put we could we can definitely I'll make a bet on that. Put twenty million dollars on it, bro. You're not getting the ring. Stop. Well, like whatever. I would like to have twenty million by the time that happens. Man, I'll make payments like you fucking faps or like you fucking whatever. Sally yeah, made payments like, to me now for what you do owe me, but that's a whole different. <laughs> that, that's cool. And once I get paid, I will. I'm like yo, it don't matter. Like Katie's not fucking winning. All right. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, whatever, man. Like, you went to a 73-win team, and you got a couple rings. Couldn't even 3 P. Because he got her. I mean, whatever, man. But you Yeah, definitely- because, you know, it took check a out while. That, Rob, it's, it's I don't want to see. Let's see. I don't want to hear him complain anymore. Like, I, I mean, told it's, you, like, it's something you have to read, not hear. <laughs> I hear what you read. Don't you hear the words when you read them? Maybe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, it don't matter. Like, it don't matter, man. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to read or hear him complain. KD, I don't want to hear anything about you for the whole year. You're not playing. Shut the fuck up, please. You're no longer on the Warriors. You're not winning shit. Just shut up and stop talking. And, and then and KD went back in his bag to his old Twitter form and just started roasting people. I thought that was cool too. Because KD used to have the best athlete Twitter, bruh. Damn, no, because he, before we thought, before we thought he was just sarcastic, or we thought he was like, oh, he's not corny, he's just like saying like the obvious corny shit. Now we're like, no, you really are corny. <laughs> like, you actually believe this shit. Like, yo, man, like, KD, man, you are the, like, I tell you, he's the only athlete I want to shut up and dribble. <laughs> like, it's such I'm a hater, dog. I'm, t- I'm not a hater. I've always supported him in his career. I'm just tired of him. Like, you can't piss on somebody and be like, I didn't do that. LeBron like, does it. Never mind. No, he doesn't. Who has he done it? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and say something stupid again. His coaches. He the talk, owner. Oh, who's his coaches? Who's his coach? <laughs> David Black? Fuck out of here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Say something stupid. Don't ever compare Kevin Durant to LeBron. LeBron speaks facts. Like, yo, fam, this nigga's ass. <laughs> his teammates... <laughs> Throwing them he makes be ass. They don't be ass. <laughs> Darren Williams went like a month without scoring any points. <laughs> How do you play a month with a game to score no points? <laughs> don't talk to me. Darren Williams wasn't starting. He was just playing. He That's got, a difference. It don't matter, fam. If you give me 10 minutes a game for a month, I'm going to score a point. <laughs> He's 6'3", a layup. I mean, and not got, like bro. that's like when T Mac was in the finals. T Mac never scored, and he T-Mac played almost was playing. T Mac was playing two minutes a game. That's different. Darren Williams was playing ten minutes a game, and he could produce no basketball skills. <laughs> <laughs> he was Ryan Hollins out there. <laughs> like, I was like, I've never seen someone like because I've never been a Darren Williams fan. Because y'all guys tried to tell me he was Chris Paul Levin. I was like, yo, he's never been Chris Paul Levin in his career. Um, yeah, I was like, I've never seen a guy go from all-star to Trinidad Ash. Like, <laughs> fam, like, I saw Derrick Rose get new legs and still give 50. I seen him get 18 a game. I saw Derrick Rose still play basketball when I didn't think his body would work. 
Darren, Darren Williams. Oh my gosh! I've never seen he he. This is he he got his power stripped by the uh, Monstars. <laughs> he he legit didn't know how to play basketball for the last three months. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and and then LeBron had to deal with. J.R. Smith not knowing the score of an NBA Finals game. What KD have to deal with? Not that. <laughs> like, at least when Russ screwed up, he was trying to win the game. He just wasn't equipped enough. We don't know what J.R. Smith was trying to do <laughs> to this day. Like, what? Don't ever compare KD to LeBron. <laughs> He has every right to complain. He got James Jones following him everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Is he on the Lakers right now? Not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> he will be. Let's not rule it out. <laughs> 15th roster spot. Goes to the sharpshooters who don't shoot the ball ever. All right, and our last sports topic because we, we ran out of time, man. As always, when it comes to sports, and now football's back. Uh, a milestone of a moment that happens every year. 2K is out. So if we don't do this podcast as much, it's because Rob's playing 2K. So Rob, how does it feel to have the new 2K, bro? Oh, that was great. I mean, I like the new 2K so far. I mean, the shot mechanics are a little slow, though. Like, the pull, I'll be doing pull-up shots. I'm like, nigga, I can block my own shot taking this long. <laughs> So, yeah, it's got to work on it a little bit. But, you know, it's new, so they don't have to you know, fix the bugs or whatever. I like it. You know, story mode is cool. I almost um, called, almost started tweeting Idris Alba and calling him a fuck nigga because the um, storyline of the game. I was like, oh, this that string of bell shit. <laughs> and I was going to go in. But, you know, <laughs> they cleaned it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it. I dig it. Oh, and um, make sure you get a chance to uh, go see the the uh, Dennis Rodman Thirty for Thirty uh, today in the theaters. No, I'm saying today, like it's on ESPN. Like, go watch it. I, just, I saw something about it. I'm like, I don't want to watch the whole thing. <laughs> I can't wait for the Jordan crazy. Thirty for Thirty. That's gonna be so awesome, dog. So y'all can slob his meat some more. <laughs> I really hate Michael Jordan now. And for a guy to be that great in basketball, like, I I just don't understand how a person is that great and you guys still have to overrate him. We didn't. <laughs> like, I don't understand. He, he's, yo, fam. Fam, that very well may be true. And that's what the problem is. He's, the, he's arguably the greatest player of all time, and yet you guys still overrate him. That's crazy. Like because that's how much that's how much ridiculous meat slopping you guys do. Six for six. How many years did he play in the league? Fourteen. So then why the fuck do you keep telling me he won six rings six times? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Well, give a fuck. He was out there getting swept and shit. Like But it didn't matter. And then y'all go, he went he three peated, came back and three peated like and then three like he did it back to back. No, he came back and Shaq put him on his ass. He went and ran to the front office. They got Dennis Rodman to help slow them slow Shaq down. He was like, if as long as he don't score forty on us, I can score forty. Then he swept Shaq. So you're right because Shaq had who Nick the Brick Anderson. He had Penny, <laughs> and, he had Penny Hardaway. 
Shout out to Penny Hardaway, Michael Jordan, or Penny Hardaway. You choose. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, like, yo, man. Like, I, I always look at Jordan's career funny because the one guy who we, who everybody says like <clears throat> he's gonna have the best chance to guard him, happened to be on his team his whole career almost. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so not only does Jordan not have to guard the best player on the other team. Because he's like, yo, Scotty, you strap him down, I'm just going to drop 40 on whoever the hell they got guarding me. <laughs> like, what? Imagine looking at Clyde Drexler saying, he's not even going to be able to drop 30 because Scotty's going to hold him to 20. Well, me? I'm going for 40. <laughs> like, what? It's ridiculous. And then, like, I was talking to my brother, I was like, yo, let's not forget that Gary Payton was 6'4 and strapped him in the finals. No one talks about it. Those first two games they won, GP was injured and was not on him. The next four games where they split, he had his lowest shooting percentage, his lowest points per game, he had his most turnovers, and Gary Payton is 6'4. I'm At just saying. At the end of the day, Jordan's the GOAT. Of what? Being bald. Whatever. You know, Shaq's got three of the best finals performances in a row. And he did that with Kobe hogging the ball. You said three. He has the three best or three of the best? He has three of the best. He, he's probably got the three best in a row. I mean, if you want to talk consecutively, sure. But, like, you know, Jordan. That's what in a row means. <laughs> I know. I was just restating it, you bum. But Jordan like, averaging 41 in the finals. Okay, 38 and 16. Okay. Yeah, average 41 against the 38 NBA, and 16. The NBA reigning MVP. 33 and 15 record. against the defensive player of the year. Come on, keep talking. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Oh, game winner. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> no, he was too busy dunking on everybody. <laughs> he didn't need to. <laughs> like, what? It's like, y'all disrespectful, man. 15 and 1. All right, 16 and 3. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> that don't have the same ring to it. <laughs> right, yo, man, I'm just saying, like, at its peak, man, like Shaq for Shaq. Shaq. I just like doing that. All right, man, let's talk this music. It wasn't a lot that really came out. And that's also, I'm being honest, I didn't listen to that much. Shout out my man, Post Malone. It's been my dog since White Iverson. And uh, yeah, yeah, a good album. I, I enjoyed it. I like the vibes. I bet you do. That's all y'all say. Like, what do you like about the album? The vibes. <laughs> I mean, are, am I really expecting lyrical brilliance from Post Malone? No. Yeah, man. But the songs I do like, since you want to be technical, I like Take What You Want featuring Ozzy Osbourne, Travis Scott. I never thought I'd hear that combination on a record, but I did, and I liked wow. it. That's up the same alley. Ozzy Osbourne on a rap yeah. record? Um, but yeah, rap is a very loose term to describe what Travis Scott and Post Malone does. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's more of a black record. Like, ooh, Travis Scott's black, so we're going to call it rap. <laughs> I mean, all the features for real, whether it was the baby on Enemies, which was tough, the Die For Me record with Future and Halsey on the road with Meek Mill, Lil Baby, um, Sunflower, that was on the Spider-Man soundtrack. 
I like Internet. I thought that was kind of funny. Saint Tropez, like it's a, it's a good album. If you like vibes <coughs> and just chilling, vibes. You like mellow music, which I do. You like taking long car rides and just vibe out, which I do. All then right, yeah, well, we get it, bro. You like the same power. <laughs> okay, that's I don't I don't see the problem. <laughs> I do. Simp for less. I didn't even get to hear Earth Gang out, and I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Shout out Dreamville. Did you hear Earth Gang? No. Is Earth Gang named Ari Lennox? No. <laughs> so now you don't want to stand Dreamville? When, yo, you so First fake, of all, I, I hype them, but like, I'm not rushing to, you know, they're, are they boss? No. Is it cold? No. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm going to listen to it sooner or later. I just don't, like I said, coming off of um, Revenge of the Dreamers, Three, like I don't want any of them to take what I heard. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to like be like, damn, y'all, y'all not as high as I thought y'all was. <laughs> but I'm gonna listen to it though. Is there any album you will bump in? Um, any new album? I'm trying to think. No, not really. I mean, only other thing, like, um, shout out J&B Music. He dropped the new single and video, Am I Wrong, which is the intro for this episode. And then I finally uh, purchased the Aaron Ray Kehlani record, Change, that has the 112. I said 112. I'm tripping. The 112 uh, flip. Yeah, it is, it's so hard, bro. So that's pretty much it. And that's the outro. So oh. we're going to keep it R&B today, man. <laughs> to the music man like yeah like nothing really jumped off to release this for me to go and listen to like I said I'm not a Post Malone fan like I haven't listened to Post Malone since Too Young and White Iverson no actually I listened to the first album and then is that the one with Celebration on it right congratulations yes whatever man see I told you I'm not a fan y'all know it's, it's a, da, 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 da. yeah some C word so <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like it, so <laughs> I don't listen to this shit, so yeah. I dig it. And then my other musical thing, I recorded this documentary on Showtime Hitsville, um, <laughs> the makers of Motown. Oh yeah. And <laughs> Jarrell, I would like to say the same way that LeBron James act like on some Christopher Columbus shit that he discovered the deluxe album two days like that. <laughs> Man, these two these two songs we're gonna add in a week, which we still never got. We never got them. He's like, it's gonna be a deluxe. Bet you didn't know that. Yes, fam, we know what deluxe is. It's the it's the regular sandwich with lettuce and the tomato on it. <laughs> that was Jarrell with what's going on. One of the most classic albums of all time. He he was on the timeline like he discovered gold. He was like, fam, nah, bet I ain't even hit to this it. one. What? Let me break it. Let me break down my experience. So one, I have heard what's going on. I have it. Um, the the first time I really listened to it was Jiho actually 2016, 
And I and I remember listening to him like, yo, this is a great album. Fast forward, I'm watching the, the document. Wait, the first time you listened to What's Going On was the 2016? Album? The whole album, yeah. Like, I've heard songs, obviously, but the whole Dude, album. You were 23? Yes. Yes. All right. See, uh, see this is why we got to start screening who you do podcasts with. <laughs> How do you go 23 years without hearing what's going on? I mean, if it wasn't for, for you in 10th grade, I wouldn't have heard a lot of the music I, I know. Like a and this is why we need to question you. <laughs> but no one, but everybody loves you, so we just let it slide. But it's disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I mean... Next thing he's going to be telling us, yo, just let's get it on record. Top five love-making songs I've ever heard. Like, what, nigga? Like, again, we're talking song. Like, I know his songs, but the catalogs of, like, listening to albums from him start to finish, nah. So, anyway, I'm watching a documentary, and Smokey Robinson, who's one of the maybe 10 greatest songwriters of all time. All time? time. Smokey Robinson? I don't care if you say his name again. (laughs) You don't think he's one of the 10 greatest songwriters ever? I just asked you to affirm your I, position. I think he he is like we could argue. Ten greatest lives. Stevie Wonder. Okay. K K Rells. What? I can't say his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was like, who's K Rells? But I get it. <laughs> like, you ain't kidding me like that. <laughs> Prince, that's three. Oh, Jay Z, that's four. Oh, I mean, I can start. I can start naming other people. But, I mean, I don't know all the Smokies' credits, though, so I won't. I won't disrespect. You throw every major Motown hit. Period. That's what's up. He he's he didn't sing them. I said writing. But that's what I'm saying. Like you had like it was it wasn't like the most intricate writing. <laughs> Bruh. You had an amazing right. artist. What? Marvin Gaye could sing the ABCs and have a girl's panties wet. <laughs> right. It ain't like he it ain't like he needed too much lyrics. <laughs> Let's get it on. Like nigga, that wasn't hard. Like that wasn't like, ooh, God, but I he can't come up with said, this. He said Yo, because they were talking about how Motown had a certain sound and a certain mm-hmm. image, and when stuff was happening in the world, stuff started to change. So when Marvin Gaye came out with, you know, what's going on, Smokey mm-hmm. was like, that's the greatest album I've ever heard in my life. Like, there's not an album I heard before or album since that hit me like that album. And I was like, wow, Smokey's arguably the greatest songwriter, like, ever so for him to say that I'm gonna go listen to it again with that lens and it was really great music you know what I'm saying like shout out. You don't say I mean it was, it was dope then, shout out um, the homie Elijah on Twitter man he was like yo he, you know how like you see something on the timeline you start talking about it and he was like bro you need to, li- you need to listen to uh, I Want You that album and Hear My Dear which I remember like was the album that he made after he broke up with his wife and it's basically an R&B diss album but it's fire I was riding that today I was like man this is great like so <laughs> can you imagine day I get a divorce and my whole album about you but like now they be like yo he's trash uh, Marvin Gaye did it he tried to get a divorce that would imply that we were married so now it's getting weird 
right, Rob. All right. But ironically, I was about to say something and take it to another level. Ironically, one of, one of these songs is called Honor Song. <laughs> yeah, you getting these bars. But Marvin imagine, Day. like, if someone... I'm trying to think of, like, okay, who who's... I don't know of an R&B singer that... Oh, Jamie Foxx is divorcing, I guess, his wife, right? If he make a, a R&B album dissing her the whole way, and also he needed to drop the album so he could pay for the lawyer fees and stuff, they would say he's trash. Marvin Gaye did that in the First 60s. First of all, his wife is who? Katie Holmes? Yeah. You're already trash. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> You ain't right. <laughs> um, I mean, shit. Beyonce gave us lemonade, which is the, in the same vein, <laughs> and that was amazing. But Ooh. yeah, for Marvin to do that in the '60s, and here's the difference: Beyonce, we were her fans was like FJZ. I don't know who they were saying for for Marvin, but it's like you know what? She was probably trash anyway. And Marvin, you know what just, they were saying. And in the 60s, F racism. <laughs> you right. I'm sure they're getting hit with water holes and shit was much more important. So, yeah, man. Like, shout out Marvin Gaye, bro. The greatest to ever do it from this area. Musically. Yeah, he's up there. No, he, he's the greatest to ever do it from this area. Oh. If the DMV had a Mount Rushmore for artists, it's Marvin Gaye, Tabby Duke Bobby. Ellison, Chuck Berry, Wale. The end. Chuck Brown. I said Chuck Berry. You right, I'm Chuck. You right. Did you just say that? I this did say what that. I'm saying. We need to interrogate Chuck Brown because he just called I was Chuck thinking, Brown I was Chuck thinking some music, so I'll, I'll take that. You, think, you, just, you just mixed Chuck Brown and Marion Barry? No. no, no. <laughs> he was like, shit, one cranks and one cracks. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, Chuck Berry is a great, you know, um, artist as well. But no, nah, and Chuck Brown and Wale. That's my, is my that a four? Of the greatest DMV artists ever. Uh, I'll go roll with that. I mean, Tabby on should still be up there, bro. Rob. <laughs> trash. He came to my job, and guess who didn't get a picture? Because I knew he was trash. But you took a picture with Tito. Because he's dope. Name me one Tito record. I don't know. <laughs> I, name me a Tabby Bonet record. No. Put him in the pocket. <laughs> you know more. <laughs> I bet you if Tito walked down the street in DC, nobody would know who he was. Yeah, they would. It's Tito. <laughs> like, I don't know what he looks like right now, and you have a picture with him. <laughs> if he walked past me, and I was like, well, he was, I would think he was just like a church deacon the way he dressed. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know me from as a kid or something. <laughs> Hey, who's this old nigga? Tito. <laughs> yeah, man. Before we go, man, we gotta touch on battle rap. I'm gonna let you you break it down. There was a a battle that took place over the weekend with one of the legends of the battle rap game, Murder Mook, and it was a brawl that took place. So I'm gonna just let you elaborate. <laughs> That's your field of expertise. 
take oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You know, it was a, it was a two on two thing. They had to, um actually had the whole a whole two on two event, but um the Mook battle didn't happen at the original one. That's when Lux and Hollow battled together. It was an amazing event. So check out Double Impact, y'all. One two. So they had um the um. The actual, the new joint was called Summer Impact Reloaded. So wherever the last battle was Mook and Calico, who battled Lux, versus this, this battle named Briz, and his partner was T-Top. Briz starts the round off, well, him and T-Top start the round off calling Mook's mom a bitch. Backstory, Mook's mom has just died, like, two months ago. You know what I'm saying? So it was rather, you know, recent. So Mook already looked like he was like, all right, fam, like, you know, like if a nigga say something crazy to you, even if you let the first thing slide, you know, after that, you look at him like, you got one more thing and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking it there. So like while Mook's rapping, while Mook and Kyle rapping, like Briz bumps him and then like Mook kind of like gives him a little like, oh, chill out, bro. And then like he pushes Mook again and Mook like tries to give him the forearm, you know, the back up. He grabbed Mook's arm. He looked like his other hand was like kind of going near Mook chain. So like maybe in the heat, you know, you think a nigga trying to play you like, oh, you trying to like hem me up. And you know, Mook did what you got to do. He stole off on that nigga. Right. So like, hey, man, like I had no problem with that. Like if you, you call my mom a bitch, like my mom dead too. So you're not even going to get to finish around. If you start that shit off, with your mama bitch that's how the battle go in I'm gonna punch you in your shit but like even if that shit slide like you know what I'm saying he's like yo alright whatever and now you trying to be extra while I'm rapping cause like it's different like if you know you've seen battles where it's like the dude rapping he you know getting aggressive or whatever but that's why he performed you know what I'm saying that's part of your performance but like while it's my to go you is not about to be walking through my performance and shit you're not about to be Throwing your shoulder into my chest, like nah. So, nigga, you want that issue? You get stole on. <laughs> so, yo, shout out to Mook, man. Good punch. And yo, Calico took his shades off and then stole off on the nigga. That stuff was so wild, bro. <laughs> yo, that shit was hilarious. Shout out to, like I said, shout out to Smack, man. You know, always holding it down. Shout out to Mook, man. That was a good punch. Shout out to Cal. <laughs> T-Top fat ass was falling for like 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he felt he felt like um remember when um T Mac and um them got into the fight with the um sons? And yeah. like <laughs> Shaq comes and like knocks over Yao Ming and Yao Ming takes like 20 minutes to fall. <laughs> he like, yo. <laughs> Like that was T top. Like he he like ducks the mook punch. Well like mook hits Briz and like it was like an aftershock. <laughs> T top starts falling back. He moves like it's like when a, a running back gets pushed with the foul. I said, damn, bro, you still standing. Like, yo, man. And Kyle's pop and Calico's pops was there too. And he rocked this shit out of Briz. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kyle Pops punched him like a lost nigga. <laughs> he cried, yo, shout out to them, man. But like, yo, I do not condone violence. 
But don't call my mom a bitch, yo. Yeah, it was it was crazy, bro. You you cross some lines, man. You gotta be prepared. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's why I was like, I told Troy it's still off on that nigga. Once he said my man did fuck it, I'd be like, yo, pop on him. <laughs> nah, chill, B. It's <laughs> all to my nigga. It's J Bar, man. <laughs> yo, that was wild. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta pop on niggas. If you say so. <laughs> that would have been crazy because both of them my homies and then we in the middle. Nah, we don't need beef with random Baltimore dudes. <laughs> that first, of been all, um, first of all, I didn't know. Um, we cool now, but at the time, I just swung on all them niggas. Them niggas didn't look tough. I just cracked all them niggas up. Like, we'd have been, we had niggas there too. We could have won that battle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not risking it was my senior year of college what I'm not yeah, risking nah, that that's, that's stupid and like yeah it wasn't real beef and like yeah, I said that was cool niggas always shout out to them man but in that you moment some thing next week you said you dropping the EP yeah in that moment though we caught that dub <laughs> and like, it was TK birthday do we really fam. need to fight on his birthday yeah cause we sure don't remember what else we did <laughs> you absolutely right <laughs> to this day we don't know <laughs> that I feel like yo I, yo <laughs> I'm like yo man I ain't gonna put this out in the air but I am yo I think TK gonna get a me too movement off of that <laughs> bruh we don't even know what happened we can't deny it <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yo, you just got to eat that one, my guy. Wow, gee. Nah, I got no alibi for you at all. Shaking like, my yeah, head. That's crazy. All right, well, right, yeah, let's get up out of here. Let you get your shout outs on. There we go. <coughs> um, first of all, I want to shout out Moot. You know what I'm saying? You always protect your family's honor. <laughs> Nigga, call your mama, bitch. Steal them. <laughs> Simple and plain. <laughs> we don't play them games. Um, two, I want to shout out every man who pays attention to his woman so that he knows not to propose to her in a food court. Some of you guys are setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> Stop proposing to your girl in public if you know that. It's not Yo, hey, let's, let's talk about that tweet, B. Like, Yo, yo, why why can't you propose in the food court, bro? What if, what if that's where they met, yo? You know what I'm saying? Fam. Do it look like that's where they met? It look like they still there. <laughs> I told I told Anna, I said, yo, because we already, because she know I got anxiety issues, and she don't like the scene. So I told her, yo, I'm going to propose to you, like, you know, in private and we gonna handle it and then like you gotta put on the act so I'm gonna do it in public <laughs> cause like I'm not ever gonna whip the ring up you that well, I'm gonna have the most undeniable ring that makes you just say yes <laughs> like because fam that is ridiculous why are you 
What kind of ring do you have when you propose it in a food court? A ring pop? It's <laughs> <laughs> a cracker jack box? ring pop, yo. <laughs> like, hey, you go out there and get on your knees. And like, okay, you got to understand that the optics are crazy. Because if I'm walking in the park or something with my girl, and I get on my knees, now she's like, her heart starts to beat. If you're in the food court and you get on your knee, on your knees, she probably just thinks you're tying your shoe. Because <laughs> who in the right mind is going to propose in the food court? <laughs> Fam. <laughs> she didn't even look like she had a meal. That was horrible. <laughs> is that what you're going to do, Jerome? I told her, I was like, yo, I can't propose you in the food court. She was like, no, I'm going to leave you too. Be like, try this again. <laughs> <laughs> try it again. <laughs> Yo, that brings up the question. Like, someone's like, yo, if you propose to your girl, she say no. Is it over? Yes! There's <coughs> no going back. We got to the finals. Game seven. <laughs> I shot the shot. She blocked it. We're done. <laughs> this series is over. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back home. No, it's not going to happen. So quit asking. <laughs> like, I'm going wherever I'm going to reside that night. And if we need to divvy up whatever belongings we have of each other <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> I'm like, fam, like, yo, fam, would you rather, would you rather your girl say no to your proposal or that she proposed to you in public? That's a lose-lose because <laughs> I'm sorry, like, if if Taylor proposed to me, I'm gonna just look at her like the audacity. <laughs> you go like the reach. <laughs> nah, like Rob. So I'm I'm gonna tell you this because we we were talking about this, and I don't care. She she listens to the podcast, so it'll be good for conversation. She doesn't want a, a wedding. Like Taylor wants, like we go to the the justice of the peace and have like a big cookout or something. Have all our friends come. Me. Nah, I want a she wedding. She told you that lie. <laughs> she don't. She she different, Rob. You you know that. That's like so when, she, that's, that, that's right up there with the. What you want for your birthday? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. exactly. You didn't get me a car. You literally told me nothing. <laughs> no, that meant everything. <laughs> no, but Taylor said she don't want a wedding. Right? She was like, "You don't want to want the wedding so bad. You should walk down the aisle." I looked at her like. <laughs> I'm like, Taylor, I can never do this. Like, it's your show. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not letting you propose to me. And I'm what I look like walking down. The, get the heck out of here. Do you know how hilarious it would be watching your dad give you away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this, though, as, as one of your groomsmen. I'll be crying on the altar for you. <laughs> you be crying in laughter, bro. I'll be like, look at my boy, man. He really taking those steps. <laughs> I, would be, I would be an iconic viral meme, yo. I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I saw you walk down that <laughs> I wouldn't know either, which is why it's yeah. not happening. So, Taylor, you hear that? not happening if, um, if my girl ever gets on her knees to propose to me I'm going to put her in the pedigree and act like we're wrestling 
Nah, you gotta you gotta hit her with the um you gotta hit her with that Simpsons face, like pathetic, like the, the nerve. You gotta hit her with the Stephen A like vocabulary. The mitigated gall that you had to do this. Audacity. The temerity. she doesn't understand the temerity. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's what loose like if, I, if she ever gets her knees and says, me, and if I propose and you say no, like either way we lose, bro. Like <laughs> So you gotta choose which one. Nah, G. <laughs> if, if my girl proposed to me, I'm like, stay off the wee. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'ma get this ring resized since you like it and then <laughs> give it to you. Like you I don't got a reversal. <laughs> oh shit. Yo, man. I ain't even gonna hold you, man. Like, yo, you know how many unwanted advances you might get after? Because think about it. If you have a ring on your finger, right? Yeah. Someone's probably gonna assume that you're gay. (laughs) And that you got, like, proposed to, like, that you're, like, the main, like, you're the woman in the relationship. Yeah, it'd be weird, yo. And then somebody, oh, you trying to cheat on your man? You gonna be like, not with a man. <laughs> I don't like that. Wow. Yo, Taylor, if you're listening, please propose to Jarrell. No. I she want knows. this glorious moment. <laughs> I swear. That would be hilarious. <coughs> If you that say so. But since we're at the end of the podcast, one, give a big shout out to everyone who participated in fantasy football, who watched football. It's our time. You know, my girl was mad. She was like, you ain't had no time for me. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. You had the whole summer. Stop complaining, Taylor. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really disrespected for him. You waited until the opening week of football to complain about time. You had time to complain about time. <laughs> Rob said it, not me. So, um, <laughs> salute the football being back. Salute to uh, me partying with Jerry and Ellie again. That that was a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, shout out to the Howard Theater, man. I've had a lot of great memories at Howard Theater, so suit to that. Um, yo, shout out to Rob and I, man. We got some new designs coming for you guys. Oh and man, yo, dog. Oof. fire! So Ooh. just just stay tuned, man. We we got some stuff in store. We we gonna revamp and do some really big things. So y'all look out for that. Um. Other than that, man, I think that's it. If you listen, I appreciate it. Hold on, hold on. You know what would be crazy to see? What? If Ellie's girl proposed to him. <laughs> Yo, that's wild, bro. That goes against, like, his ethics, bro. Like, I him know. being. <laughs> Yo, you wild. I don't know what, be, what is wilder, that or Malik Yoba's freestyle. <laughs> And on that note, thank you guys for listening. Off the head in the dome. Until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
Should I leave? I don't know. Goddamn. Cause he can know you. It's all I do. Honestly, I might go insane. That's when we break up. Can we to make up? Girl, you know some things will never change. Look at how it overflows. 